1: Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void rep prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website
0: for details. You are listening to Trophy Horse. With your hosts, Tricky Mick, Alex, I yield to no one, Steve, and Troy.
2: Hello everybody and welcome to Trophy Wars, This is episode 395. I'm your platinum trophy popping motherfucking Earmuffs on a blitz. I I was waiting for my daughter to yell that. Okay. Night. Oh wait, here she is. Go ahead, scold me. Oh come on. <laughs> no, earmuffs. Uh tricky mech. Uh this is episode 395. Uh, also with me, he brings the awesome, but he's not as awesome as me this last week. I yield to no one.
3: See, I took a week off and I still didn't miss an episode. That's how awesome I am.
2: (laughs) Yeah, uh, I'll explain that in a second. Uh, we don't have Alex this week, but we do have CJ. Hey guys,
4: hope everyone is well. Resident spam hunter, present and accounted for.
2: Uh, I don't know, do, just, without, without knowing any details, did I pop more platinums than you in the last week you said
4: you popped six in one hour so that that's that's some sort of record i've never done that so i'm gonna say yes i'm looking forward to you telling me what you've been playing i've got my my notebook ready
2: <laughs> oh i I don't know if i can reveal those secrets because oh. i'm in a secret race with daryl right yes. now and if i reveal my secrets then he's gonna go pop them and then every and that i use to you know Almost catch up to him. He's gonna go, and then it's gonna be. This is gonna be further. I can't reveal my secrets, but I'll tell you off the air. Yes, perfect.
4: I just had one question though. Do you think you've spent longer trying to get the Vita trick to work than playing these games?
2: Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. Well, let's do our updated trophy count. I am level forty-one. Yes, I'm a new level. I have ten thousand two hundred and sixty trophies, and officially, I have one hundred and thirty-two platinums. But I have four more that I can't sink at the time, <laughs> at this moment.
3: Are, are, are you purposely trying to save those?
2: No, no. I'm purposely trying to sync them, and I cannot do it.
3: Oh, okay. Different region?
2: Yes, it's a different okay. region. Uh, let's go through the trophies, and I'll, I'll tell you my troubles because uh, CJ already knows what I'm trying to do. You, you're you never going to try to do this. No, so. I'm
3: not going to try to do that. I, and, I, so I, uh, I, I've got a couple of games on my Vita that I need to play, and that's probably about it.
2: All right, Alex is level 31, total trophies of 6,902 900, with 102 platinums in 101 games. Yield?
3: Level 28, trophy count of 5,801 and a platinum count of 90.
2: Steve is level 15, total trophies of 2,169 with 11 platinums. Sid is level 38, total trophies of 8,933 8, with 164 platinums. Sid, I'm coming for you <laughs> next. So just so you know, I know you're hearing this. Come for you next, CJ.
4: Uh, so I'm a level 126 with a total trophy count of thirty thousand six hundred and twenty-four, and wow, seven hundred and fifteen platinums this week.
2: <laughs> wait, wait, wait how how are you a level 126? I, I'm taking it off
4: our friendly uh, trophy hunting uh, website thing. <laughs> Le- that don't. Count. Oh, okay. Well, then I'm still. I've just lost twenty six levels. Damn, I'm <laughs> back to level
2: 100. <laughs> okay, so yields. Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, what you do it, with your Vita? Well, are you sure is... you want
3: to reveal this secret?
2: Oh no! This is wide open on the internet. Oh,
3: okay. Everybody knows about it except for me.
2: Yeah. Well, anybody that's trying to get uh, Vita Platinum for other reasons. Okay. Uh, because because you you can't put multiple um, users
3: on the same Vita.
2: Right. You, what you do what you have to do is you have to format your Vita and then uh, you know start it up and then log into your uh, EU account. You download all those games and that you want a platinum, and then you turn the Wi-Fi off because you don't want those trophies to sync. Okay. Okay, so then you go through all your games, and you get all your platinums. All right. Now comes, now comes the tough part. You have to go to a website in which you have to put in an email to that they're going to send you an email, and then you have to log into that email on your Vita. What it's going to do is when you open up that email, there's going to be an attachment. You have to hit the attachment and then at the same time hit the PlayStation button, turn the Wi-Fi off, and turn the Wi-Fi back on as fast as you can. And it has to be done in like this particular half-second moment. Which is then going to allow you to log back in, but then you log into your main account. You do some other things and then... You have to do it again to log back into your EU account. You have to do that same trick to log back into your EU account. Then you go to your trophies. And for some reason, when you sync your trophies, they sync onto your main account, not your EU account.
3: Yep. That's the just problem, way too much work.
2: <laughs> well, it's all very simple except for that half second that you have to get this right. And I've done it twice already. But I, but it's hard as hell to do. So what I did was I just logged into my EU account, downloaded all the games, platinumed all those games, and now they're just sitting on the Vita and I can't sync them because I can't get that trick to work. And not only... I can't get it to work once, not to mention I have to do it twice. <laughs> Good it, luck, sir. It does get easier.
4: It does get easier. You'll get that. The best thing about that yield that he didn't tell you though is that little attachment. It actually comes from the dark web. So this is about as dodgy as you can get. This trick. So I, th- I think you're doing. <laughs> this is this is next level trophy hunting.
3: Wow.
2: <laughs> but I mean, it's not cheating. No, it's no, legit. It's legit yeah. No, no, no. It's legit. <laughs> yeah. It's, it sounds legit. It, no, it is legit because there's no difference. The the only thing that you could call Fagazi with the whole process is i'm using digital games where if i you know imported the same exact game put it into my system i wouldn't have to do all this tricks but i'm not going to import a you know a hard copy of the game i could just digitally download it that's
4: true yeah and it, i mean it like it is great too because there's a lot of games that vita games that have only come out in america that we don't have on our store so so um, i'm thinking of like that taco master uh, that was awesome that i would have never been able to play without that trick so so there is, yeah. There's some good things to
2: it. Yeah. So it. I mean, it. it it's very. It's a very simple process, but just that freaking half second timing. I can't do. <laughs> You'll get it. I tried doing it for over an hour the other day. I have faith in you. You'll get it. And then CJ almost had. I almost had like a mini heart attack because I was trying to do it and I got so frustrated. I just put the Vita down and forgot to turn the Wi-Fi off and came back like seven hours later. And as I picked up the Vita, it started saying, sinking. And I quickly turned the Wi-Fi off. (laughs) You got it in time. Nice. I got it just in time because <laughs> I was thinking I'm going to have to go back and platinum these four games again.
4: Well, I actually, you're, you're taking a slight risk. For, I know you don't really care, but you're taking a slight risk by doing all those games in case something does happen. A lot of us are, like literally inside a lot of us that are doing a lot, we actually play one game at a time and upload each game individually. But until you master the trick, it might, that might not be a good move.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, and, like those, like something happened to the Vita right now, knock on wood, Yeah, I'd, I'd lose those four platinums. Mm. But that—that's only twenty right. minutes, anyway. Yeah, true. Uh, but I noticed that you can't. You, I. It's it's harder to do the trick on a Vita TV. So I'm actually using my Vita. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. uh and I just I just popped another platinum, like literally right before we started recording. Oh well, yeah, <laughs> so he, I'm not recording. He delayed until I get recording this until he got the platinum. <laughs> my hundred and my hundred and thirty second platinum. Jeez. All right, so let's get into what we're playing. Uh, I'm trying to bring up my list, sorry Uh, you'll, Why don't you start off with what we're playing Because I don't know if I want to reveal what I've been playing
3: <laughs> So, uh, as I was talking with Tricky before we got recording I've been playing some Days Gone Been working on that Uh, Playing some Rocket League They've got their Radical Summer event going on Which reminds me, I need to before Monday So tonight I need to log back into Rocket League and pick up my Ghostbuster stuff. And then uh, okay. and uh, I've also been playing a lot of World of Warships, which the German fleet comes Monday.
4: <laughs> All right. Uh, Yield, can I ask you about Days Gone, just briefly?
3: All right, sure, go ahead.
4: Yeah, so I, like, I want to play this game at some point. I, I, I started it when it came out, but I know there's been a lot of patches and stuff now. Is it a good time to start now? Like, it's fairly stable and... It's good? Or...
3: Well, I've, I've run into more... I've run into a couple of more hiccups where, like, the game's froze on me. I am mean, like, straight up froze. Yeah. And then if you... And I've been... I've waited... I think the most I've waited is maybe a minute. And then it, it unfreezes and it keeps on going. That's the biggest glitch that I've run into. I Until that point, the biggest glitch I had run into would be... Uh, you would come up and some birds would be flying, like some crows would be flying, and you would come up and they would be flapping their wings and they would just be not going anywhere. So you walk over to them, because you see them in distance, and they're just flapping away and they're not going anywhere. And you walk over to them, and about when you get there, all of a sudden they like unfreeze and off they go. And it's like, oh, okay. It's nothing. I haven't run across anything that's been game-breaking yet. It's just kind of annoying, in the sense of a game that was that uh, advertised and pushed out there has mm-hmm. got these little glitches in them.
2: Okay. I want. Did they did they fix the uh, save game bug yet?
3: I haven't had a save game bug.
2: Oh, you said it happened to you once.
3: What's that? Oh, when you, you save will, it and shuts you... the system off
2: yeah charge your completely off At,
3: they must have because I after we talked about that, I have not had that happen yet <laughs>
2: uh so, yeah i got I got the platinum in that cJ I know I know yeah it's it's a long
4: platinum, isn't I, it
2: yeah gotta... no, nah, it's not really long platinum, but I, I went the extra mile, because after I got the platinum, mm-hmm. I went and killed every horde.
4: yeah that's <laughs> so extended it. just
2: so I can say I got a hundred percent right, uh, c j yes. What are you playing, sir?
4: Well, what have I been failing to play, as uh, as I'm always told? Uh, So I'm going to leave the spam stuff because I think you're going to attack it anyway. So, uh, what have I been
2: playing? Not me.
4: (laughs) So, I've been playing um, some of this samurai uh, showdown. Uh, that came out uh, a couple of days ago. A uh, fighting game. So I'm not I'm not a good fighting game player at all. But I love I love having a go. I love to button mash wherever possible. Uh, and this one's good. Like it's um it's like a uh, I'm trying. I mean it's it's not like a, your Mortal Kombat or anything. It's a lot lot lower budget game. Uh, even though I think it's it's full price. It's a really slow fighting game. So the the hits and the the strikes take massive damage. So so you do. It's good. You don't need to be so quick, but you need to be very uh, strategic. If you make like two mistakes online, you're you're dead pretty much straight away uh, so so it's good there's a story mode to it which is you know it's like typical Japanese I mean it is in Japanese voice typical Japanese sort of thing it's not, not amazing and there's a, sort of a 16 different characters but really no no story variation between them. But that being aside, the gameplay is actually really fun. So I don't know. I would throw that one out there uh, for listeners if they're interested in fighting games, particularly if, if like things like Mortal Kombat and stuff come at you really quickly. This is, this comes at you much, uh, much slower. And then one that maybe Yield would like, I, I played some of this Monster Jam Steel Titans. Are you, are you a Monster Jam fan, uh, Yield?
3: You know, I've considered playing that game because <laughs> when I was a kid, I liked monster trucks. So. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a great series you
4: haven't played any of them or no, I haven't no oh, I would I would I mean the older ones are better uh, the, the ps3 one uh, There was a ps4 one last year, which is I mean it's a, it's a really easy plat, but um, not not so great But this one's this one's okay Uh, You know, it's a little bit tougher plat this time around. It's it's a little bit repetitive or whatever But it's just it's just fun um, you know fun fun sort of monster truck racing i suppose and it unfortunately it has collectibles i I never understand why we need collectibles in a racing game but anyway they're there um i don't think they're too um too obtuse obtuse i should say but you know it would have been better if they weren't there and then look one more just because this game none of you will know about i'm sure uh or perhaps not your listeners either is farm together which is a a lovely farming uh, sort of arcadey uh cartoony funny farming uh simulator Style game where you just sort of—it's really peaceful and relaxed and chilled, and you can you know, have a couple of glass of wine, you know, and get into this, and and it doesn't affect your performance in any way. So. So i like it and it's particularly it's particularly good to run on a second system if you're if you're playing something else and you you want to drop in and out so yeah
2: look there's i just i just bought that yeah
4: did you it's it's fun it's, i mean it's a long I, I
2: buy i buy it right now
4: yeah oh uh, yeah it, it's a long play, but it's really fun just to and and it runs on a real time thing so you know like say your crops take a day to grow or two days to grow you can come back in in the day or two days you can't speed the time up so it's it's relaxed. It's nice, yeah.
2: And ninety percent. Oh, so it, it, you you can't manipulate the the console clock? No, it's it's all online.
4: So um, no, it's all locked, uh, I believe there. Uh, but the cool thing is, you can actually open your farm to other people online, so they can come in and do stuff for you while you're not there. Um, you know, so so it's good, and you can do the same. There's a couple of trophies for that as well. So it's fun, very chilled. And I look, I think you're looking at like sixty to seventy hours. Um, of of actual play time in that though. So there's a few tricks with the turbo controller and and whatnot as well. Maybe I can let you know about if you decide you want to uh, play it later on. (laughs) What have you been playing?
2: All right. right. I I decided I'm going to reveal what I'm playing because I'm not hiding the platinums on my list. So if you're not Uh, on the list, you can
3: just look there.
2: Yeah. Uh, So just in the last day, I've gotten four platinums. Last
3: 24 hours.
2: Yes. Uh, I got Energy Cycle Edge, uh, which I'm a little disappointed because it shares a list between the PS4 and the Vita, so I can't get that twice. Uh, Me, the Goddess, and Sweet Mama D, we all sat down together. We uh, got the Platinum and Access denied. Uh, And then the two Platinums I got within the last hour is Daggerwood on the uh, PS4 and the Vita. I've also gotten Tetris Escape... uh, I've gotten all six Platinums uh, in Super Weekend mode. That's, you know, the PS4, the Vita. I got those two stacks, uh, well, three stacks. I got the Australia one, the European one, and the American one. And uh, I've also been playing uh, Devious Dungeon. Got the Platinum in Conan Exiles. Uh, Got the Platinum in One Word and Word Sudoku. Uh, And I'm working on the Platinum because I feel like I'm I'm chomping just a little too much yield. Okay. <laughs> like I, I feel like I've really gone. You're down actually past. feeling bad. You know. Uh, you know. I'm, this might
3: be a step in the right direction for you.
2: Nah. No. I, I, I'm only feeling bad because I was holding back on these, and then I told, like, I warned Daryl, you cannot release the Kraken. And he kept needling. He kept needling. He kept needling. So he has unleashed a kraken. So I'm gonna have 160 platinums by August. Uh oh. Um, and I'm always saying, I'm actually probably, I could probably say I'll have 160 by July 4th, which is in five days. By the way,
3: five days. Wow, that's 18 platinums. Yeah. Man.
4: That's a lot really That's wow. that, that,
3: that that that's really making me feel I'm, bad I'm disgusted I'm, in I'm, that. What are you doing? This is disgraceful. That's I'm what Alex
4: pace. would say about this. He's probably necking himself now somewhere. He just can't believe this. This is shocking.
2: Okay. Uh I, I I'm gonna go on to PSN profiles real quick. Uh but the gate the ga- the legit platinum that I'm going after yield legit, alright. I think I think you'll 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 give me props for this.
0: Okay.
2: I'm going for the platinum in Uncharted Four.
3: You know what? I need to I need to finish that up. I, 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 I that 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 speed run. I I freaking I hate speed runs. I hate I hate speed runs. But I got that out of the way. So now I got to do I got to do crushing, and I got some cleanup to do. And then I've see. Got I'm that doing Latin.
2: I'm doing crush I'm doing crushing now, and then I'm gonna go back and do my speed run.
3: I I wanted to get speed run out of the way because I know how much I hate speed runs. So I got that out of the way. And then I got I got to do crushing, and then just find you know trophies, conversations, vantage points, right. just just to clean right. up collectible bulls, bull bullcrap. I so, tell you what, you okay, want to so, you want
4: to pace yourself on that game. I see you've been at it for three years and one month. You, you just want right? to <laughs> just just I,
3: take I, it I, easy. Uh, I, I'm taking it easy. Well, <laughs> I just wanted to show you how much that that game. Did not captivate me like 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 two was yeah. like two. As soon as I put it down, I'm like, I gotta play this again.
1: Yeah. Four. All right.
3: So four. As much as I liked it, <laughs> it just didn't grip me that way. I played it, and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna play something else. I'll come back to it. Yeah.
2: All right. So uh, CJ kind of alluded to it earlier, where I said I got six platinums in an hour. Uh, so yield. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a little, little mini quiz out for you here, real quick.
3: All right. I'm gonna fail.
2: <laughs> now. All six platinums I got in the hour were in the exact same game. Got I you. literally just went boom, 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 boom. <laughs> okay. Alright, so the first time that I got the the platinum in super weekend mode, how long do you think it took me?
3: Well if you did it in an hour, you probably only took you about maybe five minutes.
2: Okay. The first time that I the first to, the first platinum I popped took me eleven minutes and twenty seconds.
3: Oh wow.
2: By the time I got to the sixth one, how long do you think it took me to get the platinum?
3: Wow, five minutes.
2: Two minutes and 14 seconds.
3: Well, that's a really easy platinum then. <laughs> how, may, how many trophies are associated with this platinum?
2: Uh, there are 11 gold in each one.
3: Ah, oh, well, that would, okay.
2: So, so now you're starting to see how I got to 700
4: plats, aren't you? I mean, you could do it in an afternoon. Like, what are you doing today? Well, just, <laughs> just clear, <and> clear your <laughs> afternoon. You're up there.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why I said I could have 160. Yeah. by the
4: Fourth of July. Yeah. So, look, how did you find Super Weekend Mode? How did you find the two minutes? Was it a was it a captivating gameplay?
2: No, not at all. <laughs> was, um, it but one, you know,
3: was it just hitting one button over and over again?
2: No, no, because actually, you know what? Three buttons. Okay. <laughs> okay. the The games that I'm playing right now, like uh, Super Weekend Mode. Devious Dungeon, Devious Dungeons 2. Those games, while they are fast platinums, they're actually quality games. The, the Devious Dungeon is a good um, platformer. Hmm. Now, Super Weekend Mode, what it basically is, it's a very simple game where you have... Uh, remember Arkanoid Yield?
3: Sounds familiar.
2: It's the game where you got to keep the ball bouncing up and down, and you got to hit the blocks like Brick Breaker.
3: Okay, from Atari.
2: Okay, so what Super Weekend Mode is, is you have two of those platforms, but instead of bouncing a a ball, you literally have lasers that are just shooting up. Okay, so you control the left one with L1, you control the right one with R1, and there's only two spots you can go to, so you have to bounce back and forth. While you're playing, you're shooting, you're trying to kill a boss. But as you're trying to shoot the boss, there are hearts that come down, and you have to move your paddle to catch the heart. Otherwise, the board gets smaller and smaller and smaller. The only way you die is if you uh, completely mess up, or you get hit by a death a skull, or you get hit by uh, one of the bunny rabbits. And the only way you take the bunny rabbit, kill the bunny rabbits, is you have to hit it from the side with the thing so say if they're coming down the middle you have to time it so your paddles are on the outside come to the inside and kill the bunny before they hit the, the bottom and you have to hit the boss 300 times I'm not really explaining it in a way that really makes you understand it but it's actually a good game but once you understand what you're doing you can plat that game in under 3 minutes so are you going to do this attack of the toy tanks you know, I saw you and Daryl talking about that. <laughs> I I've never even heard of the game, nor did I know the games that uh he uh, posted the picture of because when, when I said I got he got two more platinums, mm. um but I did download those two games by cool. the way, all three stacks. Mm. <laughs> so Perfect. I will be in that too.
4: <laughs>
2: uh, I, I know I'm coming for Daryl because I'm tired of him talking shit. Mm,
4: mm. Wait, all he's right, playing so... some long games. You'll get it.
2: Yeah, well, he's not playing any no, games. perfect. So, all right. So, let's get into our topics. Uh, you guys an Ape Escape fan? No,
4: not
2: particularly. Okay, well, we could have kind of skipped this then. <laughs> but there, there, there may be a new Ape Escape game coming on the way. Awesome!
3: Uh, there it yeah. is. Does that make up for it?
2: Uh, Yeah, it's been 20 years since uh, we've had an Ape Escape game. Okay, Yeah. moving on. Mm -hmm. I liked Ape Escape because it was like one of the first games I played, Uh, but I I don't know. It's been 20 years since I played it. All right, Uh, Marvel's Avengers is Crystal Dynamics' largest game in history. Five studios are working on the game. Yes. In an interview with GameIndustry.biz, studio head at Crystal Dynamics, Scott Amos, shared how much they've expanded for Marvel's Avengers following the Tomb Raider trilogy. Quote, from our side, it's the biggest thing we've ever done. Amos said, now that we have five studios working together to pull this off, Crystal Dynamics at Redwood Shores. We opened up the new studio in Bellevue. Uh, I, don't know, Bel- I don't know if you guys know, but Bellevue is the, the mental hospital here in New York. Uh, called Crystal Northwest. Uh, they also have partners in the Netherlands, Dixies, and a big team of people who've worked for 20 years, Eidos Montreal, their sister studio for all of Tomb Raider, and now working on this. Uh, even Square Enix Japan has folks from the tech group working on the game. That's insane. It is.
4: See, I, don't, I know you're both e- eager for this game. So it's a single-player game that has multiplayer side missions. Is that, is that right?
2: Okay, well, well, okay, here's the next part. It says you cannot play Marvel's Avengers campaign multiplayer.
3: Yeah, yeah see, I was bummed about that. I was hoping for a good couch co-op.
2: Okay, so a right, uh, little behind the scenes here. Because we didn't record last week, some of these topics were are, are a week old, so that's why they're going to be bunched together here. Um, going back to the topic. Doran Square Enix's presentation for Marvel's Avengers, A3. <laughs> it was said there will be gameplay for one to four players, but left it at that. IGN followed up with Crystal Dynamics developers and learned that the entire story campaign is single-player only and has no multiplayer option. After seeing the gameplay demo at E three, it was very clear the campaign was intended to be single player experience. The demo was essentially the entire trailer shown Oh sorry, and that popped up. Shown to the public that they actually po- played out the full gameplay sequences where you respond to the attack on the Golden Gate Bridge. As the level progresses, you're put in control of each of the Avengers for a different segment and then it ends with a boss fight against Taskmaster Master. It was heavily scripted, kind of like Uncharted or Tomb Raider, and you had to switch, and you had to switch it from one Avenger to another uh, for core, key story beats, so you could see why that wouldn't work with two or more players. Uh, Crystal Dynamics' lead combat designer and lead creative director explained that as you progress through the campaign, extra side missions will open up, and that's where you're presented with multiplayer options and can choose to be whatever Avenger you want. If all you want to do is go back to the missions as Thor and level them up, you could do that and then go back to the main story.
3: Well, that's not really multiplayer switching between different characters.
2: Okay, it, say, it says also note you could, put, you could play the whole campaign and all the missions single player if you wanted to, and you could do that all offline. But to play the missions multiplayer, obviously you would need to be online.
0: Oh, okay.
2: The, the missions spin out of the main story and have a little story of their own, and the developers said the stories will weave together, so it makes sense why you're going to be on these non-campaign missions in the first place.
4: Hmm.
2: So, this eases my mind, uh, because, like I said, I was worried this was going to be an MMO, but now that fearing that it's is single-player only, obviously it's not an MMO anymore.
3: Well, yeah, I'm... I'm-
2: the only thing that. I know you're, I know you're bummed because you wanted Couch Co op. Well, I wanted Couch Co op.
3: I didn't want online at all because, like I said, most online people are douches. So you would be trying to be working on a mission or something, and you got this Yahoo over here doing something, or he's rushing in to start it before everybody else gets there, you know, like I've witnessed in Red Dead or some of the other games. So I was wanting Couch Co op where you could have, you know, sit there with your buddies. So I'm fine with single player.
2: But you kind of bummed. You can't well, do I couch am. Co-op. I
3: am kind of bummed. I thought it'd be kind of cool to sit there with your friends and you know and, and play, but because I thought that game would lead well to a couch co-op game.
2: Uh they've also said that uh, Vince Napoli, the lead combat designer, uh, says that he wants every hero in Marvel's Avengers to play differently from one another. Uh, in an interview with Games Radar, he says. Quote, very, very differently when you play each of the characters. The personal mechanics are totally different. The way you play defense is very different. Widow doesn't block. She's not going to block attacks. She's going to evade them, and she's going to use her grappling hook.
3: Well, that makes sense. I mean, they should play differently.
2: Um, it says, according to the interview, one of the major reasons Marvel wants these characters to feel different is so they can easily fell if they feel as if they're at the center of their own game. When you're playing as Iron Man, it needs to feel like this is an Iron Man game. Now, when you're playing as Hulk, you need to be a Hulk ca- game. Um, so, there you go. <laughs> hmm. it, it, it... What's the ma- I, What's the matter? I know. Game? I just I,
4: like it, the largest game in history. So it's not a game as service if it's a single player game, but it's obviously going to be no, no, no. well supported. Oh, no, game. no. It, like, it's
2: not the biggest game in history. It, it's the biggest game they've yes, ever done. Sorry, but
4: they've made some big games in the past, too, with the, the well, various studios with the Tomb Raider. So, yeah, five studios, that's a lot, isn't it? Working on one game. Wow.
2: It does sound like yeah. a lot.
4: I mean, it's, I, mean it's, I imagine it's going to be amazing, but
2: yeah. Mm. <laughs> all right crazy <laughs> you don't sound too excited I,
4: look, look to be honest with you i probably won't play it because i don't play a lot of those comic book movies but i just just with that much um it must be a logistical nightmare trying to organize all of those bits and i wonder how it will all come come together i don't know
2: well that's par- that's probably the reason why they did this like mini 30 second trailer yeah three years ago four years ago yeah and now we're finally hearing yeah. something yeah
4: yeah well you can tell me what it's like when's it coming out is there a date yet no date
2: um March twentieth? Oh, okay.
4: So it's it's uh it's happening.
2: Yeah, it's it's a ways off.
4: Can you imagine not only are there five studios working on that, but then you've also got Marvel as well in the corner just telling them what to do? Ah, oh, it would be <laughs> imagine being that 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 uh the person that handles all that. God, that'd be a nightmare. <laughs> Absolutely nightmare.
2: Alright, let's move on here. EA Access for PlayStation Four has a release date. Good. Um it, it is coming to uh, the PlayStation 4 this month. I'm saying this month, but it's actually next month for us. But this month uh, for July 24th. Well, uh, the, the service... show
3: comes out, it will be this month. So you did it correctly.
2: Well, that's what... Okay, I didn't think I needed to explain it <laughs> that much. No, now you got to take uh, this out. Or, leave, no, I'm or, or leave it in. I'm leaving it in. Awesome. Uh because I'm gonna show them how much of a jackass you are. Well
3: everybody knows everybody already knows that. They don't need to remind yeah.
2: a... Alright, so that's when EA access is coming out. Are you, uh, are you getting
3: it? I know you're getting it.
2: I'm not getting EA access. You're
3: not getting EA access. I thought for sure you would.
2: Nah, cause the 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 only thing that I would buy EA access for Jedi Fall is order. To... You know what? I just talked I, him into it. No no no. I'm just saying Yeah, then it, it'd be good for one year because then uh I could play uh Fallen Order and I could also play uh NHL. But EA NHL is the only EA game that I really have any interest in. Like I'm not interested in Mass Effect or anything like that. Yeah. But I
3: Well didn't yeah, did oh. you play um uh, uh No Way Out?
2: Yeah, but I that was like a, a that was an EA order. Yeah, but that was a six-hour game, and that's not going to be on EA Play.
3: Well, it might not be, considering EA really didn't get any money. Didn't get any money out of it. The only yeah. EA game I see me picking up is Fallen Order.
2: Yeah, and, I, and I'm iffy on that because EA has fucked up Star Wars many times.
3: Yeah, yeah. I know, but it, it, it's a Star Wars game, so
2: <clears throat> that I'm part of it. You know what?
3: I'm part of the problem. <laughs>
2: You are part of the problem. I know. I'm part uh, the, I
3: know. I'm part of the problem.
2: And there was almost a problem with the new God of War, and that they were going to leave Kratos out of it.
3: That had been perfectly fine.
2: <laughs> okay, <laughs> just remove the you, central you, you character. <laughs> why not? Well, I mean, you kind of like
4: that's Sony's You gotta destroy
2: the.
3: introduce his Greek brother or his Norse brother, which I don't know what that would oh. be, but.
2: Okay. So this is Sony Central Office. You, you, I'm sorry. You, we're
4: going to have to censor your main character out of the game now. Sorry.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> you you, you kind of destroyed my question at the end, but let's go through the topic anyway. You're
3: here. welcome. You're welcome.
2: Uh, God of War director Corey Barlock has revealed that Sony, Manico- Sony, Sony Santa Monica has had discussed cutting Kratos from the game during the early planning stages of the game. Talking at Game Lab in Barcelona, Barlock said, quote, early in discussion, people were saying we got to get rid of Kratos. It was like he's annoying. He's done. End quote. Barlock went on to describe the members of the development team felt. Geez, I hate when an ad pops up when I'm reading. Uh, Members of the development team felt that Kratos anti-hero design had been played through in the original trilogy and that the new game needed a fresh protagonist. The argument that the mythology was important to the series, not the character of Kratos. Barlog managed to convince the team that Kratos was a worthy protagonist by making the game story about a shift in his personality brought on by his son, Atreus. Uh, while this new plot brought with it many concerns of God of War turning into a game-long escort mission and added pressure on animators and programmers who had to handle a second protagonist who accompanies Kratos almost constantly, Sony Santa Monica managed to push through and deliver on Barlog's vision for the game. So now here's the question, yield. Okay. That you've that you already answered. Yeah. In the God of War series or any series, you know what? Let's take God of War out of it for a second. Let's just say Uncharted. Can Uncharted continue if Nathan Drake is not the hero?
3: Well, we we talked about that. Uh, I think after three was done, and we all said it it can, it can carry on with the name. And you can carry on with some of the other sub-characters, which they did with, uh, why am I drawing a blank on...
2: I, I know what you're talking about. Oh, on
3: geez. Nadine and Cleo's...
2: Ch- Chloe. Chloe,
3: I, yeah. but
2: Unch- Uncharted something. Oh, jeez, I can't remember now. I'm thinking
3: Golden Abyss, but I know that's not right. That was the, yeah, that's uh, that's the, the Vita, Vita version. That, yeah. that, that's the prequel. I'm, I'm... Uh, okay. The Lost Legacy, wasn't out. it? There you um, go. Lost, hey, Lost, Lost Legacy, like, hey. the
4: DLC that turned into a game. But did that did that rate as well? Did that sell as well as the Uncharted? Like did people like that as much?
2: Well, uh, you can't you can't really count sales for that because that was part of the uh the season pass cuz we were promised DLC for Uncharted 4. Oh, uh, and the DLC okay. they instead of giving us DLC, they gave us another game. Oh, that's a pretty good deal then. Hmm. Well, yeah. If you bought the yeah.
3: season pass, you got the game for free. I, on the other hand, went out and bought the game when it was like 10, 20 bucks.
2: Yeah, yeah. Because yield yield is cheap. Yeah. I am cheap. <laughs> and doesn't like to support his developers. No, yeah.
3: that is not true. I've got such. He's the
2: main reason why we're not getting Uncharted Five right that now.
3: That is you liar. I supported <laughs> Uncharted Four. That's a lie. <laughs> I got such a backlog of games. If there is not a game that I am playing day one. It goes on the, I will buy that when it price drops, and it goes into the backlog.
2: Right, but see, uh, you know what? I'm not even going to do that. And I
3: still buy a new copy, not a used copy, so they still get their money.
2: After they price dropped to $20. It's, it's all right. De- it's all right. You, the be-
3: brick-and-mortar store's fault, not the developer's fault.
2: It's a- no, it's your fault for not going out and buying the game at full price to support the developer.
3: I am supporting the developer. I bought a new copy.
2: You should buy it when it comes out and just put it in your backlog. This way, you don't have to go to the store I'm later. Sorry, you went to the store now. Sorry,
3: money bags that has this indispensable income. <laughs> they can sit here
2: and go video games. We don't worry about
4: Make it.
3: Rain money.
4: Don't worry about it. Yield. We've got you covered. We'll, we'll support, okay. We're supporting enough developers as it is. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I'm, su- I'm supporting all the mobile developers that are porting <laughs> yeah, over games to the Vita. Right. There
3: you yeah.
2: go. No, I, I, you know, I, you know, you know, I'm busting your chops oh, out of love. I know
3: this is a fun. Con- I always like having this conversation.
2: But I, I am a strong component of if you know you're going to buy the game and you want the series to continue, you need to support the developers. You need to buy the game at launch to show them, hey, there is a need for this because games like Mirror's Edge was a It didn't sell out, but it was a uh, cult classic. Everybody wanted it, and then EA finally broke down, and they made the second one, and nobody went out and bought it. Nobody
3: went out and bought it. Yeah, I know. And and the same thing is going to happen with the game that I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward you've heard me say it several times, I'm looking forward to Wreckfest. Because it reminds me a lot of Demolition Racer, which got panned in reviews, but it had an underground following and this game reminds me a lot of that, and I'm buying it day one, and I know it won't have a huge necessarily maybe console support, but I don't care. I'm picking it up. Yeah. All
2: right, so CJ, mm-hmm. do you think that a game like Uncharted or God of War or hell, Tomb Raider, they can continue without the protagonist that we know and love I already? I
3: don't think Tomb Raider could. No. you threw that out there? Yeah. See, I think
2: maybe, uh, maybe Uncharted could because there were
4: more... I mean, there were more characters in that, even though a lot of them weren't fleshed out. Whereas God of War and and Tomb Raider, I don't think they could. I mean, they're so focused on on the central character. I I don't know why you would. I mean, I don't know. Like people play that game for for that that gameplay and that character. I would have thought. I I don't know.
2: I don't... Well, that's the same. I mean, I mean, just just to play Devil's Advocate, like you know, you know, not I'm not even play Devil's Advocate. Just why do you guys feel like? Uncharted doesn't focus on Nathan Drake, but Tomb Raider focuses on Lara Croft. Or God of War focuses on Kratos. You, the I, me, Uncharted is Nathan Drake.
3: Well, because this is my two cents. Tomb Raider, you only play as Laura. and if you do interact with somebody, it's not like they're along with you for the ride or with the story. It's in a flashback or a cutscene in, in in passing. It's not like they're with you all the time. Uncharted, you've got Sully's always with you, even though that he you're not controlling him. He is with you most of the time, unless the 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 level is designed for you to be separated. You know, and you've got uh, Elena and Chloe was in there for a while, and you've got your list of of baddies and their kind of sub sub helpers. That there was a lot more of a flushed out. Uh, environment for Uncharted that you could pick certain people and branch out in another direction and then from there develop other people and branch out from there and still call it Uncharted even though you don't necessarily have the core people there anymore Yeah, you could, I don't think it would sell as good because you don't have Nate and Elena, and Sully. But it could go on. Whereas Tomb Raider, if all of a sudden you called it Tomb Raider and you brought out a guy named Jack, it's not going to do so well.
4: No. Yes. Okay. (laughs) See, you know what I I think? I think that... I mean, I don't know how they get away from it. Because, like, look at something like Assassin's Creed. So, so, like, you associate with that series, even though each, each game is a different character, but it has that overarching thing where they're all roughly the same person, you know, if you go far enough back. And that works really well. Like, you know, that sells well. And, you know, I enjoy playing the different different versions and different stories of that. But then, as you say, with Uncharted or, or God of War or, um, or Tomb Raider, I, I want to play that character. I want to continue on. Like, it feels comfortable. I don't know, there are so many new games coming out, but so few, like in, in the indie sphere, but so few new IPs that I think it's just easier to continue on with what you already know. Like, maybe I'm getting old and I don't like change. I just I just like continuing.
2: I mean, I to be honest, like, what pops in my mind is Metal Gear. We had Metal Gear Solid come out and we played the Solid Snake. And then we, when Metal Gear Solid 2 came out, you started off as Snake, but very, very early on, yeah. you switched the character, and now you were Raiden, or Raiden, however you want to pronounce it. Oh pronounce
3: it. And that kind of killed it for me.
2: But it it was like, I this is not why I'm playing Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. Even though the the the, the character played the same, uh, controlled the same and whatnot, it wasn't Solid Snake. Yeah. So like I'm thinking like, Metal Gear can't go on without Solid Snake. Tomb Raider can't go on without Lara Croft. Mm-hmm. God of War can't go off without Kratos. Uncharted can't go off without uh, Nathan Drake. Ratchet and Clank can't go off without Ratchet, Ratchet and Clank. Clank.
3: Well, it'd be kind of you know what I'm saying. It'd be kind of hard for Ratchet and Clank considering they're they're in the title.
2: Yeah. But you you get my point. Is like once we have a character established with the franchise, you can't like to me you can't just change that person. No. Like it doesn't it just doesn't the game feels off and different totally
4: yes yeah
2: that's the way i feel can't argue
4: with you yeah
3: i'm just saying out of all those games suggested uncharted would be the one that would have the greater chance to succeed
2: i i i I, I, i'll go with that a little bit but i i don't even think it has a chance to succeed Mm. well
3: and main, mainly I say that because as as long as naughty dog was still in, was still in charge of it then people would still give it a look because they know of they know that they're going to they well they're going to anticipate that they are going to get the good story because naughty
1: dog is doing it. doing it they yeah. will at, they will
3: at least buy into the first one and go okay you know are is it still as good as it as it has been Whereas the other, as the other ones, if they come out with a totally different character right off the bat, most everybody's going to go, no, thank you.
4: Well, I guess we're going to see that with the Last of Us too, aren't we? Like, I mean, you'll be playing as Ellie, not not Joel now. So, but we all, but we played as Ellie
2: in the first game, and true. she was the character from the start. True, true. But it, and we don't even know if Joel's still alive. No, by the way, yeah, that's true.
3: Yeah. He's
2: all right. Dead. So. That is our done with our main topics, but we do have two topics of the week. Oh boy! And both of these make me extremely uncomfortable to talk about.
4: <laughs> I am amazed that IGN wrote this article, but again, go for it.
2: <laughs> okay, so these Dis disclaimer: We are three men about to talk about the size of a woman's breast and anime. I, woman,
3: I see nothing wrong with this. <laughs>
2: Please don't send us hate mail or anything like that. We're only responding to the controversy.
3: Refer all hate mail to Tricky Mick at ProvenGamer.com.
2: Okay, so the title of this article, as CJ pointed out from IGN, says Final Fantasy VII Remake, Tifa isn't getting a smaller chest, just a proper bra. <gasps> This, this is stemming from the fact that people lost their ever-loving minds when it was suggested that Tiffra's chest would be reduced from a D-cup to a C-cup.
4: It's Sony censorship again.
3: It's, it's, that, that's blasphemy. <laughs> Get out the pitchforks and the torches. <laughs> We're going to burn this mother down.
2: Okay, so the way – okay – So, in reality, according to the article, it says, uh, in summary, Tiffer was not requested to get a smaller chest, only to be given a proper garment. With that said, of course it makes sense for Tiffer to wear a high-impact sports bra. (laughs) Tiffer fights, runs, jumps, and does all sorts of physical activities in Final Fantasy VII. And let me tell you, now, this is coming from a woman who's writing this article. Uh, Let me tell you, not having a proper bra... During intense activities can be annoying, painful, and, I'm not going to lie, embarrassing, especially if you're as, as hashtag, hashtag blessed as Tiffa. Do you know, if someone cuts yes, that out and
4: reuses that audio in a different way, that's going to look really bad for you.
2: Yes, that's it is. It's probably a good thing he's editing this week. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, the, it goes on to say, yes, she's very, she's very obviously still appears to have very large breasts, even while wearing a constricted undergarment. And that is a miracle, especially as someone with such low battery, f- bo- low body fat percentage. Of course, Tiffit is official character and the laws of physics and realistic body proportions vary greatly from game to game. But in addition of the sports bar, it makes sense from a realistic standpoint. Do you know what the amazing
4: thing is? <clears throat> that any of these female characters can actually stand up? I mean, the breasts are so big, they would literally fall over. It's guaranteed. Like.
2: Send all your heat mail to CG. No, I just. Neighbor. I mean, <laughs> they're so.
4: Like, I'm playing a little bit of this <laughs> Super Neptune RPG I, at the moment, and this net like, it's ridiculous. I mean, they're bigger than a head. Like, come on. You know? Okay, where's listen, the line? It's getting a bit ridiculous.
2: Uh, I. Uh, the reason this makes me uncomfortable to talk about is because of the fact that. We are in such a PC-minded world nowadays. I don't know PC. how it is down you in Australia. P- you mean PG? No, PC, politically correct. Uh, look, oh, I am
4: not wow, discriminating me. against large-breasted anime characters here. I, I would like to make that clear. I have <laughs> no problem with them not. carrying on with their business. But, but, I'm concerned about their back support and how they're going to walk in later life. I mean, that's
2: serious issues. Uh, you, 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 that's a legit concern. That's right okay so the reason this makes me uncomfortable is because we are in a very PC world and everything's got to be accepted by everybody here in the United States not like- I, I'm not I'm not gonna go down my feelings on that subject but I don't really agree with that this is again this is artistic expression if 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 How are we having a conversation about the size of a girl's breast in a game that's being remade of a game that was 20 years ago, but yet less than 5, 10 years ago? And even today, we get the games like Dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball, where girls are flopping around in bikinis playing volleyball. She kicked high. A hundred percent is to exploit the sexuality. There's even nudity in that game. But here we are talking about the size of a woman's breast, but we're not talking about the fact that there's a game that's obviously exploiting sexuality.
4: Well, in Square's defense, this is the only part of the game they've actually remade so far, the breasts. So, you know.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> I <love> you, <laughs> it's true, though. I mean, how much of this game even exists? And it, like, took,
1: it took seven
2: years. Yeah. Okay, we... This this it's this is a stupid conversation.
4: It is, it is. Because
2: you put it in because, the show notes. <laughs> okay, but I'm, I'm addressing this because I just want to simply say this one statement. Okay. Anybody who's going to be care, that obviously cares about uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake is going to play the game regardless of Tifa's breast. Yeah. You know what?
3: You know what? I'm going to have to talk to my brother about
2: that. Alright, listeners, so at this time, we did call Homer, but since Yul doesn't know how to use a smartphone and put it on speakerphone so we can hear Homer, we had lost all the audio, and rather than put it in here and have you struggle to hear what he said, because I'm actually struggling to hear what he says as I'm editing we are just going to cut that part out and resume the show uh, right after we talk to him. All right. Okay, so I really didn't hear him on this end. So, uh, so, ba- it- so, basically what,
3: so basically what he said, in a nutshell, was, and you'll hear it on my audio, hopefully.
2: Yeah, so I'll probably have to take this to the show, but go ahead.
3: Anyway, what he basically said was was yeah, if they'd have given her a smaller chest, he is canceling his pre order. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's a lie. See, the, the thing. No, is- I,
3: I, 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 believe him. He's a huge Final Fantasy VII fan. I mean, that Final Fantasy VII is the pinnacle of Final Fantasies, in his opinion, and he will argue with anybody about that. So. So so he, he's
2: that much of a purist that if Tiff's breast would have been reduct- reduced, he would not have bought the game
3: i if he bought, if he would buy it, he would have probably bought it on the cheap or somebody would have had to have given it to him as a gift
2: okay, and what did he say about the uh price reduction?
3: He absolutely said yes, he was like if they'd given her like an a cup, <laughs> it would have been worth like twenty bucks
2: oh, Alright.
3: so, uh, so all right, he was so- he was on board with that idea
2: all right, so our second topic. Again, disclaimer, this might cause a little bit of a conversation that I'm ultimately against on having on a Proving It Your Podcast, but we're going down the path. Uh, is this, this is about endowment size? Sorry. Which one was this? No. Oh, sorry. This is about penis size. <laughs> oh, good. This uh, article comes from IGN. <laughs> it says, Nintendo, Microsoft, and Sony contest trump administration trade tariffs uh this article is written from ign and is from john ryan uh i'm not going to read all of it but i want to read some of it because uh you guys are not cj you being from australia mm. i don't know how much you know about our political system over here mm. and yield tries to blank out everything government so it's a democracy isn't to- it? is that what they say <laughs> yes. Uh, the article says, Earlier last week, Sony, Nintendo, and Microsoft all petitioned the U.S. government to reconsider their stance on tariffs, a place on goods imported from China to the United States. The trio of game and console developers issued a joint statement responding to the U.S. trade representative's request for public comments regarding the implementation of said tariffs, saying, "Quote: We respectfully request the administrative remove HTSUS subheading. I'm not going to read that number covering video game consoles from the final list of tariffs and thus refrain from applying tariffs on these products. End quote. The is being proposed by the Trump administration as part of a wider economic standoff between the United States and China and would include a 25 percent increase on video game consoles, controllers, arcade machines and even board games. The trio of console manufacturers explained in a letter that, quote, while we appreciate the administration's effort to protect U.S. intellectual property and preserve the U.S. high-tech leadership and disproportionate harm caused by these tariffs to U.S. customers and businesses will undermine, not advance these goals, end quote. Uh, The companies claim that the increased tariffs would not only mean higher costs for their audiences, but the increase could potentially affect not just the console manufacturers themselves, but the 65,000-odd game developers in the United States as well. Quote, reduced video game console sales unquestionably will lead to to reduced sales of games, which is highly likely to have uh, a bad effect on the small and medium-sized businesses that make up these games and the workers whom they employ, end quote. Of course, the big question is what sort of effect these tariffs may place on the United States cons- consumers. The letter claims that a quote a price increase of 25% will likely put a new video game console out of reach for many American families who expect to be in the market for a console this holiday season. For those who purchase for those for those purchases that do, do go fight do bleh, let me try that again. For those purchases that do go forward despite tariffs, consumers would pay 840 million more than they otherwise would have. Even after accounting for new tariffs revenue, the result is a net $350 million loss for the U.S. economy each year on the tariffs remaining in effect with the burden of the U.S. consumers, end quote. So, I I basically read the whole article. Basically, what this boils down to being is that the rumored prices (coughs) for the PlayStation 5 and Project Scarlet are between the $400 and $500 range. So let's just assume they're both $400. If this is put on, your PlayStation 5, which would have cost $400 now, is going to cost $500 when it comes out. And if it's $500, then your console is going to be, uh, for, go from $500 up to $650. Mm. Pass. <laughs> so now it, it is worth noting on this. Right now, there is, uh, as of this recording, there is a hold, and these tariffs are not going to be put on place. But this tariff does not only affect video games. It affects everything that is imported from the China to the United States. So, with that being said, we need to talk about this because, CJ, I know you, you're, you're from Australia. Yes. You pay tariffs. Yeah. Um we were talking pre-show where we said that where we pay $60 pre-tax for a game, you are actually paying how much in Australian dollars?
4: Uh, so, I mean, the equivalent in the U S would probably be around 70 to 75. Yeah. For for, mo- for a triple right. A game.
2: Right. So you're already paying a tariff into, uh, you know, because uh, things being imported in Australia. Yes. So a, a tariff, from the United States, or excuse me, a tariff in the United States from China is not an unheard thing worldwide. It's just a new thing that's affecting gamers now. So uh, my question to you is, living in Australia, do you feel like you're being, I don't want to use the word robbed, but cheated because you're not able to get things because of tariffs?
4: Yeah, I mean, uh, it's a, it's a difficult one. I mean, it's getting a lot better across like, you know, obviously it affects a lot of different products. It's getting a lot better with, you know, with online, you know, shopping and, and you know, Amazon set up over here now as well, uh, stores and stuff. So so the competition is driving the price down. So I think what's happening is the retailers are starting to take more of a hit or maybe making less profit than they used to. So that, I mean, that that's not, you know, it's not stepping past the tariffs, but it, it's making it easier for the consumer, I suppose, uh, in that. In that regard, I mean, like, where would be an issue would be for gamers here, I suppose, is the hardware because you're not going to import a system, you know, from somewhere else, um, you know, America or wherever else to avoid the tariff. It's not going to be worth it in the cost of, of postage and stuff. But so, like, in the game situation, though, you, you could potentially, and I think, like, it ties back into this digital ownership. Like, most of what I buy, I buy digital because it is substantially cheaper than, you know, and buying from another country or whatever than, than buying here in Australia itself. So, yeah, I don't know. I think, I mean you know, everyone goes on about how, you know, the economy is slowing here and how there isn't much money now for recreational purchase or any of this sort of stuff. And yet there's there's massive growth in areas like entertainment here at the moment in particular, cafe culture, restaurant spending and stuff. So I think maybe Australians are just used to that's what it is now and they pay. So you're not used to it. That's why it's a big thing for you. But if it comes in and two years later, you would just accept it as a, as a, as a given. So I think maybe we've just become used to the fact that that's, this is what it costs. So therefore, it is. If that makes sense, all right. Well,
2: no, it makes total sense. sense. At yield, I mean, I, I mean, to CJ's point, I mean, obviously, you know, if you're looking to get a PlayStation Five and you know you were budgeting out to you know have four hundred dollars so you could buy the console at launch date, which I know you're not going to do, mm-hmm. but let's just argue and say, let's say you were, yeah, you know, it's really going to suck that it's going to be an extra hundred dollars if this tariff goes through.
3: Well, and, and then I, I would wait. Or wait longer,
2: which which is to the point of the article is that it's going to stop people from buying the console because now it's more expensive.
3: Well, it, it would. I mean, look look at it when it was six hundred dollars and everybody didn't buy it, right? I you mean, know, look at what, what was that the three when it the was PlayStation three or, yeah. when, when it was six and everybody when, it,
2: and when the Sony said, oh, people go get a second job to afford the console. Yeah, yeah,
3: and it, you know and everybody was like, no, or not everybody. But the vast majority was like, no. And then when they finally came around and, and started lowering the price, people was like, okay, now this makes more sense. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I think initially they'll take a hit because there'll be people like me that I'm not paying at. But like CJ said, if after a couple of years and it's not going away anytime soon, now it's become – it's normal it's it, it, you know. It, it's not going away. You you know you have to accept it or just do away with it. Then that's when people will start. All right, I'm going to pay for it. Or your bargains that you get at sale time are going to be even more of a rush because people are like, "Ooh, now I'll pay that."
2: Yeah. See, tar- tariffs are not like. I mean, we've established tariffs are not a new idea, so to speak, because. Okay, and this is where I was... This is the part of the conversation I'm dreading having. We all remember Doran Trump when he was going uh, on the campaign trail. He was talking about building the wall. And one of the famous lines was, who's going to build uh, pay for the wall? And he said Mexico was going to pay for the wall. Now, a lot of people take that literally, but what was later clarified, and which you know Trump should have done from the start, is clarified that he was going to raise the tariffs... Stuff from Mexico and use the extra money on the extra tariffs and use that money to build the wall.
3: Well, see, first off, you never believe anything the government says because <laughs> they'll never take the extra money <laughs> that they use for somebody else to pay for something that they were gonna to say to begin with. So I, but no, I, I agree I, I, I agree had, with you. <laughs> I had not heard that version. I, I had not heard that clarification. So so thank you for enlightening me a little, but then if you believe that the government's actually going to take said money that they were going to tariff somebody, if you pay for said something else. You are an absolute moron because that never happens.
2: Well, no, I agree with you a hundred percent. All right, I'm just I, I'm just saying that tariffs have not uh, tariffs and Trump have have been associated before. the The fact you know with Trump is. Like him or hate him, the guy is not a good public speaker and he doesn't, he he says a lot of asinine things. I absolutely
3: agree. But as a businessman, the guy knows his shit.
2: Right. So, him trying to put a 25% increase on tariffs from things from China, there is an economic reason for it.
3: There is a way, there is probably a way to get around that though, Tricky.
2: You know, obviously. follow, Follow,
3: okay, finish your thought and then follow me on this and see if I'm right. Well,
2: well what what I'm so again I I'm not defending Trump here. What I'm what I'm saying is by putting a twenty five percent increase on tariffs from things from China, because realistically and honestly, we do get a lot of our shit from China. Yeah. Okay. So that's going to bring money into the economy. Now the problem is, is that companies like Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo, in the case of video games, are all going to have to pay an extra tax to import their systems. And the only way around that is to actually manufacture the systems in the United States. Which they're they're not going to do. Which is not going to happen. So, if Sony and Microsoft and Nintendo all have to pay that extra tax, because that's what a tariff is. It's a tax. If they all have to pay that extra tax to bring their consoles into the United States, they're going to now turn that cost over to us. Yeah. And that's the problem. Yeah. Is the government will get more money because they're increasing the tax because they're going to get the money from Sony and Microsoft and Nintendo.
3: But... And the console, the console companies will get their money back by passing it right. on to us.
2: Right. Yeah. So, I mean, the, like I said, so... The only like people said, you I, are
3: hurting in this process are the consumers.
2: Right. Because the the businesses are not going to just shelter the cost and say, okay, we're going to pay an extra 25% tax on our systems. Yep. They'll, do, They're they'll, they'll put... do
3: one of two things. They'll either jack up our price or be like, you're not going to get our product.
2: Right. And and that's and that's what I'm saying. So, like, Trump's reason for bringing the taxes is to bring more money into the government. That's good. Find a way to bring more money into the government. The bad side of it is it's not. The people are gonna are are, that are gonna be hurt, like you said, are the consumers. And if the consumers are hurt, we're gonna buy less, which is then going to hurt the business, which is then going to hurt the tariffs. Which is, you know, it's a cycle. It's like you you go in one big circle, and there's no solution. No. So again, I to be clear, I'm not defending Trump. I'm just telling you, business wise, this makes sense to earn money, but it's not a good idea because in the end, it's probably excuse me, it's probably just going to hurt the consumer, the government, and the businesses.
3: Okay, so follow me on this one and tell me if if my line, my train of thought is correct. So let's say if the video game companies have their consoles made in China, which a lot of them do where they get components from China. Right. So they're assembled in China. Let's say, we'll we'll just say for the sake of argument, Sony. Sony has the PlayStation 5 made in China. They then bring them to Japan. From Japan, they then sell them here you go, North America, would there still be a tariff because it was made in China? It wasn't shipped from China. Japan took it. Now Japan is selling it. See what I'm saying? Yes, there was, they, 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 would still they be bought a it from China. We're buying it from Japan.
2: Yes, they, w- <clears> there would still be a tariff.
3: Cause it still originated from China.
2: Correct. Oh, okay. Cause just, 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 uh, give you another example. Uh, Everybody knows I'm a smoker. I, I quit and then I started again. I'm in the process of quitting again. But just for the sake of this argument, a pack of cigarettes in Staten Island where I live ranges anywhere from uh ten to twelve dollars.
3: Sounds about right.
2: If I go to Manhattan, that same pack of cigarettes now costs me anywhere between fourteen to eighteen dollars.
3: Different tax because a different part of the state.
2: Right. There's actually a law in the books in Manhattan that one of, the, one of the bodegas showed me. They are legally not allowed to sell a pack of cigarettes for less than $13. I, I,
3: I can believe that because I've seen cigarette shops around, or not necessarily cigarette shops. I've seen uh, drive uh, gas stations or whatever, beer at state minimum.
2: Right. So now, if I go across the state lines, which I do when I work... Into Jersey, that same pack of cigarettes is $7. Different state. Right. But now here's the kicker. And this is going to kind of a- answer your question about China and Japan. Okay. So, logically, for cheaper for me, I go out to Jersey, buy my cigarettes, because I'm saving anywhere from 30 to 50% on a pack of cigarettes.
3: Well, yeah, which makes economic sense. You're giving the money to Jersey.
2: Right. Yeah. But. When I do my New York taxes at the end of the year, yeah, there's actually a line on New York City's tax return saying, "Did you buy anything out of state and not pay taxes on it?" Example: cigarettes.
3: Uh, you're, you're only gonna get busted if you if you actually be honest and fill it out.
2: But the point is, is legally, <clears throat> I have to say yes, and then once I say yes. I have to pay New York taxes on yeah. that pack of cigarettes. Yeah, I get
3: that. But to be honest with you, how many people are actually honest about that?
2: Well, that, but, that, but that's leading to the point is just because it's coming from Jersey does not mean I don't have to pay New York City taxes yeah,
3: on it. Yeah, I know. And I think that's bull crap. Just like, just like for the longest time, Tricky, for the longest time, I did not have to pay sales tax on PSN purchases.
2: And neither did I hmm.
3: and then and then I, I don't know how it might have been a year ago that all of a sudden I had to start paying local or state well you know whatever you know
2: where that is though no
3: I don't I figured somebody wanted their money
2: no, what it is is uh a, an online company cannot charge you sales tax unless they have a brick and mortar store in your state so what had happened is Sony opened up. A brick and mortar uh, store in Ohio, so now they can charge sales tax.
3: Yeah, I'm just like whatever. I was annoyed because that's an extra dollar or whatever out of my wallet every time I buy a game, <laughs> and I'm just like, well, screw you, people. Now you get less money because that dollar would have went to something else.
2: Okay, but yeah, you know, but like I said, this this is why you know tariffs are not necessarily a bad thing, but everybody and. But the second you mention tariffs or taxes or something like that, people get their arms up in the air and start waving around and they start screaming from the hilltop, don't tax my money. You're taking my money. Mm. And I agree with you. (laughs) Okay. Listen, listen, I would not (laughs) be
3: against taxes if they would use the money responsibly. But the monkeys in D.C. cannot use money responsibly (laughs) so they don't get any of it or any more uh, of it.
2: I'm, I'm going to show a little bit of my political uh, lean in here, but anybody that knows me personally, Yield, you know me personally, yes, knows that I will literally give you the shirt off my back to help you out. Yes. My problem is, is that when you force me to take my shirt off and give it to somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I stand. I don't care... That you tax me because I literally will help you financially. And Yield knows this personally where without even asking, I offer money. Yeah. But when you tell me that you are going to tax me more to give money to other people who don't have to go to the same process I do well, to earn that money, that's where my problems that, start.
3: Hey, I, I will tell you, I agree, that was the same problem that I had with Obamacare. It wasn't because healthcare for everybody. I agreed with that. Yes, we should all have health care. It was the fact that the government was saying you have to have healthcare. If I don't want or health, you pay a $500 I fine. pay a $500 fine and we keep upping it every year that you don't have it. It's like, well, who are you to tell me I need it? If I don't want it, I don't have to have it
4: yeah see i don't know though like like i totally agree with everything you're saying but the problem with these tariffs you're talking about are they are on luxury goods here these aren't essential things that you have to have to survive so so that that that's another issue again like you can if you just choose you, you know you don't want to pay it you don't have to play these things you don't have to buy them so i think that's one point point. Right. and then another point is that you have to consider that maybe Sony and Microsoft would, and Nintendo as well, I suppose, will, will potentially will take a hit here because you know they they keep reporting that you know they're not really making that much money off the console. Perhaps they make money off the games. So by putting these games into put these systems into your house, encouraging digital ownership, that's you know that's a big market for them. They they could take a massive hit on these consoles and still make a lot of money on the back end. So so well, uh, that's
2: I mean, I mean, to, I mean to your point. If, if they went digital only, and I, they,
3: I was getting ready to say they, that, what if they went digital only?
2: Yeah, they would like you said. They would take a hit on the consoles, but they would make the money back up on the on on the back end because they can then distribute the game from the United States from a server in the United right. States yeah. and not pay tariffs on it. Yeah, but like, like I said, tariffs and taxes are not inherently bad things, and I think all three of us would agree that. It's not that the taxes are a bad thing is that we don't have any trust that the taxes yeah. or tariffs would be used properly.
3: Mm. Correct.
4: See, see, the problem we have in Australia, and I assume, it, I assume it's the same issue you have in America, is we got this goods and services tax, you know, years ago or whatever. And the idea being that, you know, that they basically admitted the tax system is, you know, a joke that, you know, the more money you have, the better you're going to be at avoiding it or whatever else. And that's a universal truth everywhere, uh, you know, in reality. So these tariffs, these taxes, they hit everybody equally. That's the theory. But the problem is that it's not the theory. If you're earning twenty or $30,000 a year, these taxes hit you a hell of a lot harder than someone who's earning $100,000 or $200,000 a year. So uh, I understand that your point, you know, that everyone will now pay or whatever. So it's a quality across the thing. But the problem is it's not a quality on the individual. So like that's the other... Like that's where I, I find it's really difficult with luxury, you know, items like this or stuff. There are, as you say, Tricky, like you you know, you'll you, you help anyone you could you can afford it, you're in a position to, but there are there are people, you know, you know, maybe dissimilar to us that are not in the position. So a dollar or two to us is okay, well we we can handle that, but a dollar or two to some people, you know, they can't. And I, that's my issue with these the sort of you know these type of things is that I understand that it's going to help. You know the, the equality behind it. You know as your government sees it, or you know so does ours. But in reality, there isn't equality. It, it's it's in effect it's taxing the lower end even more. You know because they're they're paying as the goods as, a, you know, as well as across in the, the yearly return or something. But, and then the other point too, you know, because it's interesting talking to Americans is this this thing with China. I mean, your country is about the only one that can impose these tariffs now on, on our China. You're the only one strong enough position right. to. And the fallout it's going to have potentially, you know, I mean, in Australia, they're very worried because China is a major trading partner for us, obviously. And, you know, so what will happen? But, you know, in a lot of ways, and again, I'm not paying the tariffs, you know, that are proposed because they're on your end. But in a lot of ways, I think it would help us and the rest of the world for someone to stand up a little bit here and and you know i mean it would help your industry as well i mean you know america's been you know hammered in the in what they create now and and the only way to survive in the future is going to be to bring industry back i mean we have exactly the same problem here and there has to be ways to combat uh, countries like china you know and these you know sort of eastern countries and their labor laws and everything else so it, it's a really complex well, si- situation
2: well see I, I, like i don't know if you guys are aware of this uh but Microsoft like the Xbox doesn't sell very well in Japan and China hmm. because they are very uh, what's what's the appropriate word I want to use American no they they only buy and purchase stuff from their own country yes so so they don't buy the Xbox because it's American made that's their culture where I guess the, a little bit of CJ's point. Australia and America, we buy things made out of, out of country because our labor laws and the taxes we impose on businesses. It's cheaper for somebody to manufacture in Mexico or China and be able to sell that console. Where right now, I'm, I'm just going to throw numbers out my ass here, but if Sony was actually to develop the PlayStation in America... We, like, a $600 console wouldn't even be the start. We'd be looking at $1,000, $1,200 $1, yeah. for a console. By moving it over to China and manufacturing China, they're essentially cutting their costs to allow them to sell it at a reasonable price to us. And that's why you see, like, in, in you know, in the, in, uh, you know, our political conversations, like, we're going to bring back, jobs back to America Is because you have to change the laws to allow companies like Ford, Chevy, Sony, Microsoft to be able to manufacture in the United States cheaply so they can stay in business. We had corporate bailouts. We had the the audio industry bailout because these companies cannot afford to do business in the United States. So they're moving to China. They're moving to Mexico. And then on the flip side, now Trump wants to – and I'm saying Trump, but this is any president uh, they want to impose tariffs on these countries to bring these businesses back because they're gonna they they're gonna make it trying to make it more expensive to manufacture in China to make manufacture in Mexico that it's actually by putting these tariffs off it's actually cheaper for them to manufacture in the United States. That's right. No, I Did, get that. I get the, that.
4: The tariffs then that's have to true. go back in. Sorry, only briefly. The tariffs, but this is the other problem: the tariffs then have to go back into supporting those businesses to restructure in America, and that's the issue. Correct. That's the problem. Yeah.
3: Because that kind of not the with wall. Ford. Because Ford, because Ford moved to Mexico. Yeah, and, and then and then they started tariffing all the cars come, coming in from Mexico, and they turned around and after a few years, packed up and came back into America. That's
2: right. right. So, I mean, there are political reasons behind ta- tariffs, but ultimately what really needs to change, I, and like I like this is where I didn't want to go with this conversation, but what ultimately what needs to change is we have to change I, when I say we, I mean the United States, we have to change the laws in America to allow these companies to manufacture in America. So, they don't feel a need to go to Mexico to China, to Australia or wherever to manufacture cheaply because they want to stay in business a business's job sole number one job is to stay in business Mm. because as you said to make money and if they're going to go to the cheapest place, they're going to hire the cheapest labor, they're going to do whatever they can, I mean hell our space shuttles are built by the lowest bidder I mean, we sending. How,
3: how, how does that feel, being an astronaut? Well,
2: I, I, you know, in Armageddon, the guy said, "Does anybody realize that we're we have a rocket uh, strapped to our ass that's made by the lowest bidder?"
3: I forgot that line.
2: Okay, that's gonna, we're literally putting a man in space. Yeah, and it's the person that bid the the cheapest. So. It's all about money, and in the end of the day, and businesses are not going to take that hit. No, the consumers are.
4: See, and see, the problem like, this is the social problem I find with this is that. So, so, okay, so things cost more, so now you need more money So now you work more, and that's that's the ultimate That's where this is, this is why the whole system Will eventually collapse, it has to collapse Is that you can only work so many hours Before you just can't anymore And, you know, you're just, I mean The, the thing that always staggers me is that They, they say the top, uh, that 1% of the world's population Hold 95% of the world's wealth I mean, because everybody else Is just trying to survive at their own level And the distribution is just so Out of whack around the western world At the moment, that it's, you know, we may not see it in our lifetime, although we are seeing it. I mean, if you had the housing collapse over there, our market is so overinflated, it will collapse at some point very shortly. It's, the, things are getting much more aggressive econ- economically, and, and these just little things, they're just, as Yul said, just one extra thing that may, may be the tipping point. And I don't know, it is, if you follow this stuff, it's terrifying to a degree. So oh, yeah. well, maybe we should play more games and forget. <laughs>
2: Tricky,
3: Tricky, we just went through a recession, or a few years ago, just got out of a recession, right? Right. I've heard talk that we're probably heading back towards another one. Well, see, that's... Okay.
2: Uh, I'm going to say this because this is going to be very political, and then we have to end this conversation because I I feel like we could go on for another half an hour, 45 minutes with this, and I really don't want to do that. All right. No matter where you stand politically, whether you are Republican you are a Democrat or you are libertarian, no party, anti-government, whatever it is. You have to understand, each side has good intentions behind what they say. But the problem is, the other side is, is arguing their point and they have good points as well. Case in point. The big, one of the biggest talks in the United States right now is raising the minimum wage. That's a great idea. It is. Let's, let's, let, let's let make everybody earn more money. Great idea.
3: But you have to raise it
2: across the board. The flip side of that article, or that conversation, is now Yield, you are a mom and pop pizzeria. You hire, you employ five people. All making minimum wage.
3: Now you're probably only going to do two, if you don't shop.
2: Right. So now you have to raise everybody up to minimum wage. Yeah. So now your five employees, all their salaries now are double. So now what you have to do in retro to fix that is either cut everybody's hours, which means you're working more, lay off three of your employees so only two remain. Raise your pizza slices up or your your, your pizza prices all up. Which,
3: which that will happen.
2: Right. So now let's talk about each of these individually. If you, if you have to lay off, uh, cut everybody's hours. So now the minimum wage doesn't matter anymore because they're still making the same amount of money because you can't have them work because you can't afford to pay them.
3: Yeah.
2: You have to lay off three people and only keep two. So now your service sucks. So now the two people that are still working there are now working overtime and not making as much money because their minimum wage doesn't apply to them anymore because now you can only keep them at 40 hours. Your service is now sucking. So which means now you're losing customers. Or let's say you keep all five employees, but you raise the pizza prices. Now 75, 50% of your people may or may not come to your shop anymore because that twelve dollar pie that they were buying is now an eighteen dollar pie. And why are they gonna do that? Because they're gonna to go to Pizza Hut or Domino's or Papa John's where those same. corporations can those corporations could pay, you know, could their take, employees. Could take that hit. Right. And you're getting a lower uh, you know, well I'm a New Yorker so I'm a pizza snob. You're getting a lesser quality pizza because it's cheaper. Well yeah. So well. now na- so now your mom and pop shop closes yeah so now instead of five people being at work or three people being out of work everybody's out of work
3: yeah well, but yeah, see, I, see
2: I, that's just how it is yeah it's 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 terrifying
3: <laughs> see I, I i had that conversation with the with a guy at work a couple of years ago before he retired and he was like oh went raising minimum wages is a great idea and i'm like yes it is and no it's not and he didn't understand and i said well listen I'm like, you take, I said, take what we're making now and we don't make a bad wage. And I said, if you may, if you raise them up to minimum wage, now we're only making like a couple of dollars, $3 more than what minimum wage would be making. So do you think our company is going to raise then our wage to compensate that? He's like, no, no. And I'm like, Exactly. So that's problem number one. Problem number two is everybody else in the industry is going to have to pay their people, their minimum wage people, more money. Now, everybody's making more money. And I'm using air quotes here. So that means your gas is going to go up. Your food's going to go up. Everything's going to go up because, one, I have to pay people more money. And, two, everybody's making more money so they can pay for it. So it's a a vicious cycle. And it's... It's not something that I'm totally against, but you just can't go and jack it up to the fifteen dollars an hour everybody wants, right? Because the, you'll you'll collapse everything.
2: Because the point is, is as, as I said this, and I'm gonna end this. I promise you. Everybody making more money, raising minimum wage—it's a great idea. You kill middle class. The problem is, is the flip side of doing that, because no matter what, you know. Uh, was it Newton that says for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. Give everybody free health care Give everybody minimum wage. You know, do let you know let go. Gun owners own their guns. Whatever you want to do, but no matter what you are for, and this is Republican, Democrat, Libertarian, or whatever political party or no political party you believe in, no matter what good you want to do, nobody ever talks about the opposite side of it. And if they do. People are, you know, names I'm not going to mention here. Th- listen, whether you're for Trump, you're not Trump, the, the bottom line is tariffs from China. Yes, it was brought on by Trump, but it's not a new idea. But everybody blames Trump for the fact that they want. And again, I'm not defending him. I'm just saying Trump introducing this is, is, is getting more of a headline to what the tariffs are. If it was Obama, if it was Bill Clinton, if it was Jimmy Carter, Ronald Reagan, George Bush, either one of them, it would not have as much news. But because Trump's name is attached to this, it's scaring everybody. Tariffs are not a new idea. Taxes are not a new idea. The problem, as I said earlier in the show, is the three of us don't have a problem with taxes. It's that we don't feel the government would use those taxes appropriately. And that's the bottom line. So whether... I'm, so- I'm sorry, I, I, I cut you off. No, no, just well said, yes. Oh, so again, yeah, we talked a little politics in this, and yeah, we, we did cross that line that I put in place. But the point is you you cannot be scared of these conversations. Like taxes are inevitable. You're going to pay taxes no matter what country you live in. No matter where you live, no matter what you do, taxes are a part of life. Just get used to it. Sometimes they're going to go up. Sometimes they're going to go down. Sometimes you're going to make more money. Sometimes you're going to make less money. But don't be scared of conversations. When it comes to conversations like this, do your research. Find out what's going on. And before you have a conversation with somebody, know what the hell you're talking about. That's right. And that's part of the reason why we did this and why I broke my rule today is because this is not about Trump. Trump. This is about the scare tactic of somebody going, Trump is putting a 25% tariff on video games. That's not what he's doing. He's putting a 25% tariff on, from China, which affects everything. But as gamers, we only care about our video games. That's
4: right. And whatever, so, whatever, what that whatever you do, listeners, make sure, be prepared for the worst. Buy some land in Canada. That's where we're all going to end up. That's where we <laughs> oh, all have to end up. <laughs> They're gonna oh. save us
2: all. <laughs> hey, Canada is the home of hockey. I'll gladly. Yeah, go there. we're all going there eventually. <laughs> all right. So, with that being said, uh, send all your hate mail to TrophyHors at Thank you
3: for listening I, to the political casts.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I yield. You, you know, I hate to do that. Like, I know. I, I want. Hey, I hey, want to do a political we, podcast, we but
3: I think we did a, we did a fairly good job mm. of keeping it. We, we did kind of wander, but we did a really good job. We didn't bash anything. We kept it to the topic point. Yes.
2: Yeah. Uh, so send all your hate mail to show if you was at <laughs> uh, All right. Let's close out the show.
3: Let's clean this shit up.
2: ProvingGame.com is looking for some writers, podcasts, and videos, and news, and new sports that generally If you need to supply, go to ProvingGame.com, click on the it, Help WhatsApp, and if you fill the application, I'll get back to you as soon as possible. While you're there, be sure to check out all the articles and all the videos. Speaking of videos, they can be found on YouTube by doing a search for a Gamer." You can also catch me streaming at twitch.tv/slash Gamer. At random times, you can also catch Smoke streaming. If you want to get a hold of us, there's several ways to get a hold of us. The first one is the phone number Yield. What's the phone number?
3: 330 Proven9 330 776 8369.
2: Did I do that fast enough?
3: You're doing a pretty good
2: I just, job. I really just realized how fast I was going. Yeah, it was it stopped. fast. <laughs> I was like I was like, holy crap I did that really fast. It's all those Twitter quick, It's all press- those quick platinums you're doing,
4: see? <laughs> you're just knocking it out. Yeah, it's it's rubbing
2: it <laughs> off. Uh uh twitter you can contact the site at Perfect Gamer. contact the show at Trophy yours contact me at Tricky big contact yield i yield to no one cj you can't contact on twitter unless you go to push to plat oh
4: yeah you can do that one yep
2: that's cool uh put at, at uh, push to yep. uh alex is on saunders rex and steven is Batchal 27 we gotta get steven back on the show is he
3: even alive
2: he is alive. The problem is is that we record I know. at a time when he put I, his I, kid to bed.
3: I, I know the I know the reason.
2: Well I'm telling the listeners because oh. I have got a couple of listeners going, Hey, where's Steven? Hey, where's Sid? Hey, where's Troy? I'm like Troy hasn't been on an episode in a year.
3: The <laughs> Troy Memorial Fund.
2: Uh well Steven's getting to that point where he's been a year for him. Uh well, uh, email to everyone at ProvingGamer.com. That's where you send all your hate mail. You also send the hate mail that I yield to no one at ProvingGamer.com. He won't check it, but yeah, you can send it there. He doesn't know that it goes straight to his voice, his email. And that's all
3: right. He doesn't check that either.
2: <laughs> he doesn't. Unless uh, you hear in the click during the show, that's when he's checking in all his emails.
3: Well, which is what I'm doing right now.
2: <laughs> yes, I hear the click. I know. Uh, other podcasts. Listen, this one great. Appreciate it. Go listen to our other podcast, Nintendo Dual Screens Game Stuff. Uh, why is that still in the agenda? Yield what?
3: <laughs> Let me go back to the agenda. Why? It was still what, in
2: the party. What Daryl put in?
3: What did Daryl uh, also? What did Daryl put? Oh, probably because nobody has gone in here and deleted it like this.
2: No, I'm talking about the one next to Game Stuff.
4: I haven't heard that podcast. There, that other because,
3: one. Because because no one's done this.
2: Uh, PG Spoils, which is Daryl's show. Uh, all the podcasts can be found on Apple Podcasts, follow me, on iTunes, Stitcher, your various podcast applications, or your smart devices. Google Play, tune in, and you can listen to Trophy horrors and Spotify... Uh, uh, trophy horse and Nintendo Screens... Dual Screens on iHeartRadio and Spotify. Also being said, if you're hearing this show, please understand there is a problem with the RSS feed from uh, the site. There is a fix in the works, but it takes... They, they, I say, I heard a month and a half For it to totally Resync and be back in play So if you're not Getting the show on iTunes Or Stitcher or Google Play Know that you can get it From the site and I will be posting this every Chance I get in the 12 U.S. Facebook group mm-hmm. uh, I'm Trying to fix it It's an immense amount of code and the problem is is that every time I submit the code, it takes anywhere from one to three days for it to accept the code and be know if I'm right. So it could take up to a month and a half to fix this. With that being said, PlayStation 4 communities. Uh, there's one for the site, of Gamer. There's one for the show called t Does Brothel because Shuhei won't let set the horizontal the network. Damn him. Damn and him. Yields group, which is the Platinum Guild, which Yield, I'm going to save you the time and not post any of my Platinums in there because you're probably going to have 30 to announce by the time. <laughs> At least. We get
3: well, that's, <laughs> all, that's all right. CJ and <laughs> and everybody else has got a whole bunch that I need to... That w- When are you editing? Side note. Yes. No, I said, I know you're editing, <laughs> but when, when are you editing?
2: Uh, I don't know.
3: Oh, okay. Because I have to record my shout yes, outs and send them to you because it's the 1st of July when the show comes get
2: out. Them, get them to me before Tuesday night.
3: You will have them by Tuesday night. I was running all. Uh, and you'd have them tonight, but I was running all day and I didn't get it done. All
2: right. My dinner's waiting for me.
3: Your dinner's <laughs> wait. So can I stall this out a little longer?
2: Sponsors. Hubble Bundle. You know about that. Amazon. You know that. Patreon. You know about that. But please go to Patreon. Extra Life. Big fans. I have my Extra Life shirt on right now. I see that. Uh, all that being said, shout-outs. Yield.
3: So, I will give a shout-out to CJ for filling in this week. A shout-out to Tricky for recording. A shout-out to you, the pimps and the madams of the Horedom. Thank you for downloading, listening, doing everything that you do for Proving Gamer and Trophy Horrors. A shout-out to Zach and the BombFest group. I just saw on Facebook that until July 9th, you can get BombFest off. You can get BombFest for 50% off. So, if you haven't bought it, go buy it. I'm sure there's some more out there, but I'm, I'm, I don't have them in my head right now. And stay tuned to the end of the show, because the Platinum gills are getting all their shout-outs this episode. Even though I'm going to record it tomorrow. And Tricky will patch it in for Wednesday's release. And now, <laughs> DJ, I, really, your shout now out. <laughs> I really messed everything up, because now Tricky's like, oh, more to take out!
4: <laughs> um, oh yeah okay cool uh, i'd like to thank tricky uh, yourself there and yield for today it's always fun to come on i really enjoy it so thank you it's great to talk uh talk games and politics and whatever else that that comes up as well i'd like to thank my wonderful partner who's actually gone away for two weeks for work and not required me to come even though i'm on holiday so i can stay home and play final fantasy 14 thank you so much uh only get two weeks, so that's it. Uh, that's going to be fantastic. Everyone in the Platinum Guild, so murdered out, uh, Teresa, uh, whoever else, whoever else is playing. I know you guys are going absolutely crazy in there, so it's great to see. And I'm getting tons of suggestions uh, for games. I'm looking forward to when Guild tries to read all those Japanese titles in there as well next week. I it's will be butcher fantastic. the holy heck out of them.
3: <laughs> I
4: know you will. I know you will. Yeah. And then just to anyone in general, uh, if if you if you want to listen to a double another podcast during the week, come and check us out at our Push to Plat. Uh, we're a little bit different uh, than this, you know. Or whatever else so we're still getting there and learning but this week we're talking retro games apparently i don't know anything about retro games so it's going to be fascinating if that interests you come and come and join us cool thank
2: you uh my shout outs cj shout out to you yield shout out to you alex torp you for not showing up steven torp you but shout out to you because you know family uh shout out to sweet mama d who stood behind me a minute ago said get your ass to dinner but she didn't say ass she censored herself she said but uh, shout out to the goddess who is mad at me Because I'm still recording and not eating uh, Shout out to the listeners Shout out to everybody uh, If there's nothing else, until next week Happy trophy hunting Later.
0: even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW revoid we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
3: April, 1st of April to the 1st of July. It's the halfway point of 2019. And let's just jump into it. So Homer gets stuffed, had Telltale, Batman. Murdered out, 615X, had Conan Exiles,
1: Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
3: Daggerhood. Full throttle. Access denied. Jolt.
1: Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. What's better than free money? How you choose to spend it. Open a CQ checking account and get $250 to spend freely. And that's not all this credit union offers. Do your banking, build credit and invest in your future. Visit secumd.org today.
3: Iron Snout, three times. More Rat Spam, three times. Bird Game Plus. Tower of Dragon Asia. My Big Sister, twice. Devious Dungeon, two. Warlock's Tower. Twice, Siberian the time traveling warrior, and Attack of the Toy Tanks. Teresa had Super Weekend Mode five times, Senron Kaguru burst RE Newall
1: what's better than free money how you choose to spend it open a cq checking account and get 250 dollars to spend freely and that's not all this credit union offers do your banking build credit and invest in your future visit secumd.org today
3: Zero. Oh, i said that wrong zero optian invasion no zerotopian. topian no not topian all to right the first time zero optian invasion four times conan exiles Tetros Escapes twice, Mega Gal twice, Full Blast, Iron Snout, Heroes Trails, Jack and Jill, Bird Game Plus twice, Tower of Dragon Asia, Access Denied three times, Devious Dungeon 2 three times, Energy Cycle twice, Energy Balance twice, Energy Cycle Edge five times, Warlock Tower four Refunct Anthem Bouncing Bullets Crossovers Word Wheel Planet Rix thirteen twice Stormboy Siberian the Time Traveling Warrior three times Drowning I Am the Hero four times Super Destroy Not DX Intruders Edition Attack of the Toy Tanks three times. A-E-R, Memories of Old, Luna and My Big Sister, three times. Affectious Dunk, Miracle Girls Festival, Metagal, twice, Iron Snout, twice, The Gardens Beneath, Make Me Great, 18 times, Energy Cycle, Mix-Ups, twice, Devious Dungeons 2, Dirty Warlock, Pixel Arc, Refunct, Bouncing Bullets, Luna, What Is This, twice, and Attack of the Tanks. The Brain 76, 100% of What Remains of Edith Finch, and Tricky Mick rounded it out with Days Gone. Of course, as he said earlier in the show, he's got a whole bunch more, he just hasn't posted them yet. So, that'll do it for the guild Plats for the start of april to the start of july and i will uh, see you guys at the three-quarter mark later